Uh, jumping over to uh, the social chop. The social chop. Yeah. I want to talk for a moment about the groundbreaking, you know, earth halting global phenomena that, that is the, the fact that Donald Trump got diagnosed with the coronavirus. Not only Donald Corona. Trump, uh, so many, uh, what I think it was up to 12 or 13 people in his uh, major team, his close knit kind of primary group that works with him in the White House and beyond. And so with this news, with the fact that, you know, Donald Trump was hit with the coronavirus, uh, in a lot of ways, and you hear us use this phrase a lot throughout this segment, it sounds like chickens coming home to roost, uh, right? You you make that bed, you got to lie in it. You get on that well, you get on that horse, you better ride it, right? That's kind of where we are with Donald Trump. He made himself vulnerable by having the uh, confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett and then having some other gathering, did a couple other things and made himself and a lot of people vulnerable. In response to that, and this is my first, this is where I'm gonna build up to my first questions. We saw a response from the Democrats, right? We saw uh, everybody from Joe Biden on down, uh, even some celebrities, Ava DaVernay got a lot of flack this weekend for saying, I wish you well, I hope you recover so that we can vote you out of there and this, this and that. But it was a very conflicting, like passionate, get well soon, cause we gonna get you. But it's just like a lot of people was going back and forth about what the hell. So let's talk specifically about the Democratic Party, though. Do you think it was the appropriate response for Joe Biden to pull negative campaign ads for Democrats to, you know, tweet out and support his, you know, well wishing his his, his bounce back, his recovery? Do you think that was a solid strategic move by the Democrats? Uh, I think it was. I think it was. I mean, ultimately, I feel like it, it's a it's all about the theater of it all, and I do think that. There is a high road that I mean, because you know, you know, like I, I think that that's kind of as much as we don't fuck with Trump, like to be like ah, nigga, this nigga got <laughs> COVID. You know what I'm saying like that's man. I mean, I'm definitely going the opposite with that one though. I mean, I mean but bro, 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 but I mean, you gotta think about it in terms of an election. You think about it in terms of an election, like. You got people that's you still got people that you need to sway. You still got undecided voters. You still got people that's yeah. I mean, of, of course, everybody upset, but I, I mean, I think that to you don't need to do the ass kissing. You don't need to do the oh, well, I hope you get well, and you don't need to do all of that. But to pull the negative ads and then just I mean, because that's an ad within itself. Like letting this shit play out is an ad within itself. Interesting. You know I, mean? I think it's a it's it's a strategy that specifically from a moderate standpoint makes sense, right? Like, they make all type of concessions for racism and white supremacy anyway. Why would they, you know what I'm saying, take out the uh, the ad? At least they own they, they own brand, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think, I, think it was, I think it was a smart thing from a campaign perspective. I from a campaign, that's, then this is what I'm asking. Y'all in the comments, y'all giving me y'all personal opinions and then I'm going to ask y'all about that in a second. I want to know, as a politically viable, strategic move, do you feel like Democrats reaching out, sending support, doing whatever. And this is not just to any old person. This is to Donald Trump, who has whoo a lot. Man, I think as a political strategic so, move, so I think that I, I think I think that you leave the ads that you already had up and just don't come out with no new ones and nothing like that. My man Donald Trump was tweeting tweeting his platform from the from the from the hospital bed. You know what I'm saying with the corona. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And in my mind, it's just like, to me, Democrats are losing with these traditional, because in my mind, conservatism is about holding on to particular values of the past. And to me, I think that Democrats has lost in the sauce of civility and respectability politics of the past. Yes. You feel me? 
Like to me, I think that what made Donald Trump win, what makes Donald Trump a populist, what makes Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying, make people really be emboldened is that he don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I think that when, when Joe Biden and him try to play those politics of niceness, in my opinion, I think Donald Trump is strategically using that against the, you know what I'm saying, the party right now. You feel me? And it's just like that's 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 how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if 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 if, if, if George Lee running for president and my opponent catch coronavirus, I'm not pulling down my negative ass off the rip. Yeah, I mean, I I th- I'm not. Well, no, respond. I'm because I, I I have a position, but I think you can go ahead and go. I mean, I think uh, I I hear what you're saying, George, because I also feel like because what you're speaking to is not necessarily just Democrats, but the moderate Democrat approach. It's moderates because that moderate aspect is. Yeah, we want change, but within reason. And to them, within reason is the is where you find the conservative aspect of that moderate, you know, exactly. conversation. But I, I think aesthetically, though, I mean, ultimately, you do have like that that wild position is is also a part of what's made Donald Trump such an unpopular candidate. We cannot use the extremists that ride for Donald Trump, no matter what he say, as a litmus test Damn, for how we do it. Of the, but to me, the uniqueness of the disass, I mean, the ads against him, they, they not saying, I hi, Trump, you got coronavirus. They not saying, Trump, you should die. They saying, Trump mishandled this and Trump mishandled that. We need to hear that. It's a matter of fact, this is the time we definitely need to hear it now. Particularly at a time when people, and this God, is why I think like that's an ad when it's well, go ahead. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, especially because I know a lot of y'all might have seen the video of him walking out of uh Walter Reed today, and he looked like he <laughs> can't breathe, he's shaking, he's up here twitching and shit because he's dealing with the symptoms it's a of struggle, it. yeah. He's struggling for real. <laughs> But I think what becomes interesting to me is kind of, okay, we have strategery, we have a move, and I think what a lot of people have a problem with is Donald Trump would not have done the same. He would not return this gesture in kind if it was to be discovered that Joe Biden had the coronavirus. And so a lot of people find themselves upset and, and curious about why you were giving somebody the goodwill and the treatment that they would not reserve for you. And I, that, I think that's the kind of the weird part that I'm thinking about. The second thing that I, I just want to point out is I agree with like, I think I agree with a lot of the comments. I particularly agree though with uh, Tony and I agree agree with Nico in the, in, in the sense that they're talking about the fact that I don't think Dems reaching out is nice as a good strat. Trump is using COVID as a campaign and weak Dems aren't helping their case uh, that they can challenge him. Nico continues that same line of reasoning by saying all it shows is that the Democratic Party is weak. And that's what I think. Uh, and last thing I'm that's so thing too at the end of the day. Matthew, Matthew Childress really, Matthew makes this point when he says about uh, Michelle Obama set the bar high for Democrats literally with a, a, a slogan we go high when they go low. And so where I think Democrats find themselves is having to reach this level of uh, a standardized perfectionism, this diplomacy at a time when somebody wouldn't return it to them. What makes that all the more insidious and damning is uh, the fact, damn, what was I about to say? Oh, hey man, I'll, 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 no, 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 that there's a third option, that there's a third option. You could say nothing. He has the coronavirus, and you yeah, can. I ain't say nothing though. You see, I, I want, I want, I want, yeah. You see, I ain't, I ain't say, I ain't yeah. say nothing about like. You didn't have to say anything. You don't have to send the gesture. You don't have to whatever. And people can perceive that how they want to perceive it. They can perceive it as damn. Why do y'all put me in these positions? Why do y'all put me in these positions? I don't. I the position I'm putting you in is the position of a you say nothing that <laughs> needs to help these people make decisions because you just call me a political apologist. No. <laughs> 
Oh, strategies. Oh, I'm about to- it needs to help the people yeah. making these dumbass decisions because, I, I, again, the the narrative of weakness and so now, so it, to me, it literally to me it literally allows for Donald Trump to control the narrative, and I think from a strategic debate PR standpoint, I don't want my opponent to control the spin and control the narrative too much. You know what I'm saying? And I think that. The Democratic Party is putting too much faith in the Donald Trump shooting itself into the foot, shooting itself in the foot. And in my and in my opinion, to me, Donald Trump got that Joe Exotic, you know what I'm saying, type of type type of sentiment. No matter how much you fuck up, we're gonna always come out shining. And I think that until we recognize that, we have to literally go there and do it. So shout out to everybody that want to do the temperance of Michelle Obama. But check this out for all y'all that say consciously George Lee run for office. I'm gonna let y'all know right now, I'm not no <laughs> Michelle Obama. When they go low, bitch, I'm hitting the flow with you. We finna go. I'm not finna do it. Yeah, no, I'm not this right now. I'm not. When they go high, I go. Nah, listen, man. I'm I'm matching their energy, so don't come at me crazy and expect for me to be all diplomatic and turn the cheek. Hell, no, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm Noel gonna go with one you. Of my favorite words. <laughs> and Noel uses one of my favorite words in response to kind of that stream of thought, which is the word balance. When she says, "I appreciate Obama," who basically said, "We are in a, a war slash political battle, and it is a lot." at stake but we want all americans to be healthy a balance between focus on uh what is at stake and a concern for humanity and i think i i i agree with that only in so far all parties are invested and not Iggy divested from that Shout out to Iggy. Iggy I, I definitely i definitely think that there is a lack of balance by donald trump which then necessitates that we go like george said low to the flow what you talking about what yeah. Let's I mean, I, I, I want to move to the next question. So go ahead, uh, Damo. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I definitely understand that because I'm that I'm that type of nigga as well. I'm definitely a uh, yeah, I, I I'm I'm not about to play with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm but the problem but the problem with it, though, is I'm, another phrase that's extremely important to remember is that when you arguing with a fool from a distance, you can't tell who's who. Man, this fool in That's office, you gotta, you gotta argue with him anyway. Yeah, nah, I mean, bro, <laughs> but, but, but in terms of strategy, the pro- what, what happens is we get too caught up, and this is the problem with American politics as a whole. We are not as extreme as, as politics seems. Like, the American populace is not as polarized as what we see when we watch MSNBC and Fox News. Right. I mean, that, like that's the, the reality of it. You feel me? And but the problem is when we have these conversations, we talk as if the extremes are dominating the the, uh, the whole thing. Right. A part of the problem ain't just, ain't just OK, I can attack. I can attack Trump. It's also being a viable candidate because attacking Trump ain't enough. We hated it. Like, I ain't gonna say we, but people hated Hillary Clinton. I, I, I speak in we because I speak in terms of as a constituent. Right. We hated Hillary Clinton. We didn't like anything about it, regardless of how much we didn't like Trump. Right. And so with, with Biden, there has he has to get some type of likability with some type of demographic. Nig- uh, niggas already ain't really fucking with him like that. Uh, 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 progressives really ain't fucking with him like that. So if he's going to win that moderate base, enough of that moderate base to beat Donald Trump, then he has to win over their sensibilities as well. And we can't get so caught up in understanding that, well, everybody amongst us is cool with saying fuck Trump and not understanding more of like the electoral politics of it because you were dealing with so many different types of people and and ways of thought because you got Southern sensibilities, you got Midwestern sensibilities. It's not just how the extremes that you see on the coast. And so some people, that compassion goes a long way. So, I I mean, and the thing about, I think, and and I'll just say this, I'll just say this, and you got to do it. I'll just say this. Iggy, um, Iggy said that they that they got a trade that they end up trading. 
what I'm saying? Niggas for respectability for, for uh, respectability politics, and that's exa- our, our political correctness essentially. And that's that is the decision that you that ultimately that they have to make because winning all niggas that ain't gonna win you an election. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have them. I mean, because I mean, especially already. Hey, all, I, hey, all I gotta say is, let the record show what that man last statement was, last sentence was. I don't want to hear shit from the political plug on November fifth, November sixth, when he talking about how niggas didn't do it. He just said. My nigga, we talking about the reality of a, we talking about what a, is. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Cause see, this is this is this is the problem that niggas has when we had these. I'm gonna let you finish hashing this before we move to the next thing. This yeah, is yeah. Like, even, I, even, I even see Iggy shit. See, the problem with niggas, the problem with niggas is you don't understand the strategy. I, I, I'm not saying that this is a strategy that's good for black people. I'm, I'm saying, saying I understand the strategy times ten. But I'm gonna let you, let you finish, and I'm gonna explain to you why I understand the time. I'm gonna let you finish. Listen. Gotta you be. not Joe Biden. You a nigga with dreads from Bryan, Texas, who talk hella nigga shit, who say nigga like a mother. Like, you're not Joe Biden. So your sensibilities, the way you think about campaigning, and just like you said, you couldn't even see yourself doing that. Because it's certain shit that ultimately, if you choosing to play politics, it's shit that you have to fucking do. You cannot say, I'm a wide receiver, but I, I want to play basketball like a wide receiver. You want to know why? They might they gonna tell you, nigga, take them pads and all that shit somewhere else. That shit don't work over here. What do you mean? Politics is a game, nigga. Like, let's so, be for real. Okay, and we'll see who won or who lost that game, right? Because a lot of Donald teams- Trump is the winning team. No, 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 no. Donald Trump is the winning team. The bullshit that we're talking about, that's not what make you win. So, that's Damo, right. check check this out, Damo. As long as Biden want to care about the white moderate vote. And he think the white moderate vote gonna let him win, and Sandy doing the same thing over and over again and trying to get different results. So Hillary was already trying to save face with those moderate voters, just like everybody did the day after Donald Trump was elected. They want to chastise all the people that did not vote and saying, "Hey, you motherfuckers that didn't vote, if y'all would have voted, we would have won." So why are you still trying to appeal to the people that's going to the ballot box anyway? If your argument in the goddamn last election was the reason why Donald Trump won is because the people that did not vote. So why are you not? What? Why, why, why are you saying fuck you to the people that didn't vote last time? Why are you trying, trying to appeal to them and wins to them? Because they're not going to hey, vote. Listen, man. Top. Hey, ahead, George Lee 2028. Fuck it. George Lee 2028. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. We're going to see where it goes. I'll run your campaign. campaign. Right, I'll right. run it. Go ahead. And my campaign, listen, whoever my campaign okay. manager is, I'm not playing respectability politics game. So you feel me? I'm so matching we know. They want to so go civil. I'm going civil. They want to hit the flow. We're hitting the flow. Got it. Down to the flow we go. The fuck? Is what George said. Twenty twenty eight, man. Twenty twenty eight. I'll be, I'll be at the age, right? Bro. Right. Because, because, yeah. because hitting Got the flow it. like so, white people is exactly what let's gets niggas elected. Let's, go ahead. let's go ahead. move. Let's move. Thank you. From political strategy to social strategy, right? We look at the kind of way that put the Democrats maneuver through that, but we also look in socially at what's good or bad business in terms of seeing people like Donald Trump suffering. Right now, a lot of people in the comments already said. Uh, no sympathy, don't feel bad for that nigga. Oh, well, you know, yada, 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 whatever. Um, but there was a lot of people who was just like, I can't bring myself to wish death or ill will on anybody. Twitter went as far as starting to suspend people's accounts for saying that they wish Donald Trump died and, you know, that they would be fine with his death and stuff like that. They went far in making that statement, albeit this is juxtaposing trans folks, black folks, anybody with any type of opposing opinion, all the death threats they get 
Twitter was in uproar because they like, where the hell was I at when I was getting death threats? Jamel Hill's like, nigga, I said the president was a white supremacist, which he is. And y'all, I got fired from my job and I never stopped hearing about it for weeks, for months to this day. People are calling for my life because I had something to say about y'all president. And so now all of a sudden, can't nobody, you know, say no statements like that. The CIA, literally, people got screenshots from the CIA. The CIA was jumping in people's inboxes, like, delete that tweet. We saw it. Niggas was like, what are you talking about? They like, quit playing crazy with me. We saw what you said. Delete that shit right now. Like, it got thick. So a lot of people say the reason why they don't, you know, wish wish death on anybody is that they just, they don't believe in it. They don't think it's good business. They don't think it's good karma, whatever, whatever, whatever. The other side of this is evil people are evil people and deserve good wishes or speedy recoveries. I don't wish uh, white supremacists well, so on and so forth. Basically, fuck them kids. And by them kids, we mean Donald Trump. So what's your take? What was your approach? How do you feel about hey, my approach? Well, I feel like my approach was very strategic. I did not. I because me too. I'm not in the business of witching death on nobody either. But I did think about and talk about the strategic end goal of the impact of him having coronavirus and being able to think about what happened with the prime minister Johnson over in the UK and Boris how Johnson. you feel, huh? Boris Johnson. He yeah, almost nah. died though, for real, for real. <laughs> like huh? Boris Johnson was in Boris Johnson was in critical <laughs> condition. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely yeah. was in critical condition and all that. But we seen how his approval rating and we seen how the nationalism through the UK was able to ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> from through and through, from literally the, 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 the country coming together and being able to rally for the prime minister and being able to see at a critical time, the parliament couldn't talk about him. You feel me? The press couldn't talk about him. We see it kind of how it's going on in America right now. When we start censoring people and start making it where we have to, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, uphold civility and what you call And how I'm looking at it too, to be clear, I'm not saying wish ill will on Donald Trump. All I'm saying is when we see that we have the ability to restrict people from not wishing ill will on folks, we have to stay that consistent. If all lives matter, you cannot put the president, Donald Trump, live over everybody else. If we, especially if we have entire communities of people that have death threats pushed on them every day of the week. That's and this one I mean. person getting all this, all this privacy, all this protection, it's like, hey, everybody that vote for him say all lives matter. Where your energy at? Well, all lives matter. And, and again, I'm not saying I wish Donald Trump would die. I'm not, I never said that ever. I That's never what Chris is trying to get at. Chris, Chris, Chris said they, they didn't reserve any of this energy for AOC. Uh, Ilhan Omar definitely been, you know what I'm saying? It's AOC, the Ilhan Omar, talking about Well, they get death threats right now. The period. Yeah, I, and, and probably right this moment, <laughs> we go look up their tweets and it's bad for them. This the part I, I think there's just like this. This the part that I think there's just this make me like this to think about the political, political game, the political, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 uh what, what I'm gonna call it the political stage. You feel me? It's just like this what they doing though. Ilhan Omar getting death threats every day. You feel me? AOC getting death threats every day. Now, am I saying death threats good should go to him? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you have the power to restrict death threats to him. Do that for other people as well. I mean, but you know what? To be honest, I feel like if it, if if I mean that's that's a part of like recognizing like the platform. You feel me? Because we know what drives when something becomes a problem. Like black people, like black women specifically, getting death threats is a norm to them. That's why it, you know these contradictions seem like yo wait what the no nah, it's, it's it's simple. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 right when it, now in, in terms of me, like I think I'm in the same line of everybody else. I don't, wish wish I, don't, I don't wish death on nobody. Yeah, yeah, we we weren't raised like that. We weren't raised yeah, like that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't wish death. I don't wish death like I don't wish death on nobody. But I, I mean, in terms of like karma, 
that type of shit. Oh yeah, when chickens come home. I'm a farm boy. <laughs> yeah, like uh, chickens came home to roost. I never made me. Yeah, mad. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because ultimately, it's like shit. It ain't my job to handle that. Yeah, you know what I mean, it, it ain't my job. It's it's somebody else that's that's taking care of that. You feel me? So what happens is what happens. Now, am I interested? Intrigued? <laughs> am I key? I'm the one thing I'm not doing though is I'm not staying up to date. I don't give a fuck. Like I don't want to know what they talking about. I don't. You know what I'm saying I don't want to know what they think is uh. Um, I don't know. I don't want to know what they think is, you know, what well, his doctor said this time. His doctor said that time. They lie. I mean, because they lie. Shit, you know, it's a shit show. Exactly. They, the they is, lie way too fucking thing, much. The one thing I kept in mind taking in all this information is we know what they want us to know. When it's all said and done, you know what they ninety yeah. percent of what know is what they want us to know. Every uh, doctor briefing that comes out from the doctors that are treating uh, uh, treating Donald Trump says. These words are approved by President Donald J. Like he's literally getting the briefings before they get them and send them to the press and read them out loud or do whatever they do with them. So we they're literally going through it being spot checked. I like some of these comments, though, from the other side, from Melodious Ramblings, which is the PG-13 version. And then Iggy, which is the rated R version of the side of people who are just like, we don't give a shit. We don't care about Trump. Melodious uh, Ramblings says, uh, I'm just saying, if your mama told you not to touch that stove and you touched it and got burned, she didn't come it's in. See, she came in with a lesson, safety, and a whooping. You know what I'm saying? So safety and a whooping. You got to deal with it. You know what but I'm let saying? Me, uh, let me address this kind this, this the idea of like the hoax aspect of it, right? Like even like even even the correlations between Boris Johnson. Well, was we yeah, having but, that but Boris Johnson really had it though, right? He really got it though, right? No, yeah, he really had it. He really had yeah. it. Yeah. So, so, so he's, I'm, not, I'm not even saying a hoax. I'm not like, no, 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 no. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the uh, the comment section. Yeah, people on TikTok too saying he ain't really got it either. So, yeah, yeah and, and what it, and what it mean for him to do that? But go ahead, so yeah. we can get we can uh, finish off the comments. I wanted to finish the comment from Iggy that said, uh, "I'm. It's just I say the f word, but I'm gonna I'm gonna censor it." I say it for you. I say it. Fuck okay, Trump. No. Wait, no, you just do them and I'll finish it. So okay. Fuck Trump. I wish that nigga die. I don't care about wishes because God not gonna pick this over my wishes. But black people have love for each other. Fuck him. I wish he die. My aunt got her ventilator because she black and poor, but he worked it. He gets the finest <laughs> walks away. Thank you, Dominique. Uh, yes. In the world, uh, A1, the reason he gets to go home is that he's going to have, they literally said, the best medical care in the world. Best uh, medical care in the world. In the yeah. West Wing. And so it's a lot, you know what I'm saying, of people who's like, I don't give a shit. I don't care about karma. Um, let it be said the way black people get treated, I must already be reaping what I sow, so I ain't got nothing else to lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but you know, I think that I think it's me personally. Like Iggy saying that, I wouldn't be like Iggy, you shouldn't say that. I don't say those things. Yeah. But if somebody <laughs> says something, <laughs> if somebody says something, and I'm like, huh, that's an agreeable statement. That's yeah, that's that's what I do. Yeah, I, and so I think you probably too do it. Toy, you probably feel like, yeah, I'm not gonna tell nobody. Like, it's the opposite of and because here's the thing: you don't have to wish somebody well. I don't have to. You know, uplift you and tell you and, and and want you to make it through. I don't have I don't have to say anything. People forget about option three. You can encourage, you can discourage, you can say nothing. Door number three, please, is the one I'm always gonna choose. I got shit to say. Good for you. Um, the hoax. Let's go into the hoaxing. Um, in terms oh, I of, and now we could look hoax. at Boris Johnson, and I and I think that that Boris Johnson correlation is is extremely relevant because it is something that. We know that it, it's it, that rallying cry, like uh, uh, Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt, him surviving through it, you feel me, is what got him reelected. You know what I mean? So 
you know, these types of things can kind of create that type of support. The problem is Donald Trump don't have time for that support to grow. He got battles that he was supposed to be fighting right now. He he's got campaigns that are uh, campaign uh, events that he's supposed to be at right now. This puts a halt on all of that shit because we're talking about Trump, but all the people in his orbit that also got it. His uh the, the press secretary, Kaylee uh uh McEnany or some her name I mean, or something like that. McEnany she got it. Hope Hicks got it. Three Republican senators got it. You hey, let's, there are two White House regular employees. Don't forget about all the employees that are now made susceptible, susceptible. And these people don't change because of political parties. They've been working in the White House for 20, 30, 40 years. They talk about all the time. Yeah, Their yeah. badges of honor are how many presidents they've been able to serve under. So y'all, poor, y'all, y'all drivers, the chefs, the cleaning people, all of those people now released vulnerable. And Donald Trump is probably getting them infected as we speak. Well, and, 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 and to be honest with you, what Toya just said, that's been one of the main things I've been thinking about this past two or three weeks. I feel like just very deeply in terms of the coronavirus, this all of the frontline workers, you feel me, that's working on like the front lines, all of the people that's cleaning up, all people working in fast food, all people working in groceries, how they literally exposable and disposable. And how damn near everybody then got some type of incentive, some type of financial gain, you know what I'm saying, from the coronavirus and how shit, people that's been going to work every day, making minimum wage. They ain't got no bonus to it. Yeah. They ain't getting nothing extra for that. You feel me? And I just feel like, you know what I mean? And then Trump going around waving, waving at people. When I seen that yeah. they literally now it's folks getting locked up, you know what I'm saying? All around America. If you get the coronavirus and you test positive for the you coronavirus, people, and you yeah, coronavirus, you, 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 you going around publicly, they're gonna lock your ass up. Donald look, Trump had test positive. And this is where, and this is where this kind of cuts into that he can get a boost from him having COVID. Because as more and more people come out that they got it because of him, because it's going to happen. It went from just Hope Hicks because we found out Hope Hicks had it before Donald Trump had it. You feel me? You don't need no type of uh, 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 Biden campaign as to know that Donald Trump knew he had COVID. His family and them, you know what I'm saying, already knew about all the shit. And when they went to the uh, when they went to the debate, they acted like it wasn't no thing. Like they are you when you pissing off. When you and your surrogates are pissing off Fox News hosts, like, are you trip? Are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that think, like see, that's something like, that's that's game, game, game to me. But, but yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you like pay pay attention to what's really being said about these circumstances, you cannot just look at the people who drink bleach because Donald Trump said drink bleach and then say, damn, we looking bad. No, they looking bad. There's a lot of reasonable motherfuckers out here, like. I don't need a Joe Biden ad to know that, yo, this nigga has no problem infecting everybody close to him. Yeah, they they stand no right on to this guy on TikTok. <laughs> right on to this guy. We got 145 on TikTok right now. I'm get ready to get out, though. Yeah, hey, tell them to come yeah. over to TikTok. Come, come over, over, hey, come over too. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all know search the Chop Up Show on YouTube right now. Y'all can check, check us out live right now. I'm finna hop off TikTok. So hey, man, I'm sorry, Tony. Can I say this real quick? Because I, I y'all got me fucked up painting me as respectability politics. I'm not a respectable nigga at all, in no way, shape, form, or fashion. Defend but yourself. if you put me on a basketball court, I'm a I'm a ball on your ass. Defender, defender. You know saying if you put me on a football field, you getting truck, juke, mossed, whatever. Same thing with politics. I know how to do the fucking job. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't about it ain't about the respectability. It's about the effectiveness of the politics. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
Now, ju- now, me and George, me and George, been having this conversation since what, about ten years now. Bro? Yeah, we all, yeah, yeah, we always <laughs> disagree on this, on, on 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 aesthetic things like this. But it yeah, is and, and and it is and it, and it is a question of aesthetic. But ultimately, though, you know what I'm saying the the question of to be honest, like not wishing death on somebody, I don't think that's a question of respectability. That's a question of person uh, personality. Nico says uh-huh. you're reasoning too much, Damo. Damn, we <laughs> about the shit. I agree, Nico. Goodness gracious. Shout out to Nico. I pre- I, I feel you. I, I'll stand back. I'll stand back. Too All much right, reasoning. Man. You know, I was all here. Shout out to at least the two. She I said mean, uh, she loved Toya Cool Thank you, Lisey. Because I, I have to stay calm in, in betwixt and in between this nonsense. They put me in the middle frame for a reason. So I <laughs> separate some of this crazy. I'm cover this nigga neck. Period. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to hit an audible. Because okay. I feel like we talking about this for a minute. I was gonna go left, and y'all know how I was gonna go left, but I'm actually about to hit a right. I'm gonna hit okay. a right. Um, for my right, I'm gonna close this out. This is no longer the conscious chop. This is now turned into somewhat of a political chop. It, it is a social a, chop. It was a social chop. It was a social chop. Now yeah. it's really a political chop. My question is: We've been waiting for the death knell, for enough to be enough. Yeah. There's a lot of criticism of the timeline, 72 hours. That means you interacted with a lot of people. You went out and you exposed people. Clearly, your inner circle is being infected at a rapid rate. It's wild out here. Um, you have literally not been a proponent of masks, not been a proponent of social distancing. And he's had events where he zip tied chairs together so that people could not separate themselves. Toya, can you repeat that? Can, uh, explain what the, explain what, what, what the purpose of that was. What, what you mean? Of, I ain't know that. I ain't know that. The honoriness. I ain't know that. It's the honoriness of saying, no, you can't social distance. There's, there's an interview online with somebody who asked him a question had a mask on, and I can hear and understand the question. Trump said, I wish you would take the mask off. I don't know. These people walk around with these masks on. You can't understand anything they're saying. And the man was almost, he almost took the mask off. He said, hell nah, you I ain't know. He said, <laughs> you ain't, he said you ain't no problem. Me. I'll speak louder. No problem. I'll speak louder. I'll ask the question louder. No problem. I'll ask the question like, like the nigga was not taking his mask off. Trump is trying to bait people into catching the coronavirus. My question is this. Do you think this is enough to at the very least the the the, the fraction of his supporters that are in love with the way he's been dealing with the coronavirus, he's Mr. Invincible, he's did that, this, that, and the other. Do you think that they will finally see that he has mishandled this start to finish to the point that he made his own self vulnerable? Or do you think they dumb enough to fall for this? He's strength, he's strong. This is a sign of strength. Look how strong our president is, uh, version of it. Like, how do you how you feel like the base and the voters is about to deal with in, in response to this epic fail? I'm about to disagree with Damo first. Let me go on. Let me no, go no, on. no, no. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What you think? Let me just first. Listen, man. Listen. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me give some credibility and legitimacy to my perspective. I am born and raised in in Donald Trump's base. I live in the South. I'm born and raised in the South. I only know the South. The South. I have political conversations. I have them with Southerners. You feel me? Down here, where, where I'm from, where I live, down here. It's already understood that the coronavirus is a hoax. So once but we got you caught a hoax, how do you catch hoaxes? Is it why? Listen, so- listen, listen. This go. This listen. I listen. I'm, too I'm, much I'm, sense. That sounds too much like right to you. That sounds too much like right. Of, don't try to make sense of Donald Trump's southern base with this shit. You feel me? And being real, some folks that don't even care about Donald Trump, they say the same thing. But listen, we know that there's what a 98 percent recovery rate to the coronavirus. So the end game is once those 13, 14 people, once all of them recover, they're going to be able to say, see, the coronavirus wasn't nothing. We already see what Donald Trump just sent out as a tweet. 
I feel better than I didn't felt in 20 years. Ain't that what he said? Some shit like that. So I'm already telling you that down here, once everybody records they're going to be able to say, see, I told you those lefty, crazy-ass liberals have been lying about this coronavirus and been exaggerating. Donald Trump is fat, and he, and, 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 and he old. And he, and he that's the, uh, that's the, that's, those are the uh, risk factors. That's, those are the vulnerable. That's what put you put them in the vulnerable. He also got like pre pre existing conditions like pre existing conditions and he recovered. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I already to me, I already see that being a part of the narrative. He gonna recover, and everybody's base gonna be able to say, "See, he he see Donald Trump told us the whole time. Even if we he ain't wear a mask, he ain't die. They saying he gonna die. People ain't dying. That's what they gonna say. So, of course, of course, George loves to go with the uh the the hyper loud uh, minority listen focusing on people that always agree with trump say again the bleach drinkers focusing on the bleach drinkers don't get you nowhere yes the bleach drinkers are going and and if for those who are confused by what i mean by bleach drinkers when donald trump was talking about the bleach (laughs) you know what i'm saying when when donald trump was saying that well this is how you fix it if you niggas and niggas was drinking bleach you know what i'm saying how how many electoral Votes that the state of Texas give, how many? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know, but Texas is a crucial state. You know, it's a crucial is. state. So yeah. when you say this silent minority or loud minority shit, is you account for the? It's a loud, because, Hear me though. Hear me though. Hear me though. Because again, like like you said, well, the state of Texas has a large. Yeah. So does the state of California. So do a lot of swing states like North Carolina. So do states like Ohio. These are places that, unlike, I mean, like you said, Texas is deeply red. But guess what? A lot of everything else, this is just the icing on the cake. The COVID shit, all of this is just the icing on the cake. It's a lot of people in Texas, a lot of people in Oklahoma, a lot of people that are pissed about when you compile all of the shit, which makes it more competitive. It's a it's a lot more people who are, like I said, the, the bell curve that we view American politics in based on what we see in the media is completely opposite from the reality. The reason why Barack Obama, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and as well as uh, this nigga here, uh, Joe Biden, are going the moderate route because moderates dictate the country. The reality of it, of people, people who think that enough shit is just wrong enough that they're willing to move more towards a progressive stance than being like, well, nah, I'm gonna hold on to that. Because it, let's go back to when we initially Trump was like, well, you know, he uh he he, he, he can't do no worse, right? Then people gone. That he can't do no worse, people. Yeah, they done. They saw their taxes go up, right? They saw their food go up. You feel me? They saw, uh, shit, they saw COVID. They see he got it. It's all of these things that is adding up to be like, you know what? I'm an angry white person now. You know what I mean? <laughs> here's, and here's where I think Nico's comment ends up being kind of interesting. Nico says, luckily, the middle-aged white women uh, that can help compensate for white supremacy. I'm assuming white supremacists. And the reason why I say that, hopefully this is the logical move, is that hopefully the white women who were clinging on to any, that like the educated white women who did not vote for, who did vote for Donald Trump, right, who literally tipped the election out of the hands of Hillary Clinton by showing up so gainfully for Donald Trump the first time, are looking at at least this compiled shit and being like, come on, man. Like, come on with your ed- educated ass. I need you to tap in. Come on. I'm talking to you. You're not watching the chop up, but hopefully I'm sending you energy. <laughs> Middle class, educated white woman of Wisconsin. Middle aged white women that rock with the conscious lead. You never know, Toya. I got hey, shout out to all the you all know what man. You know, when y'all have mimosas and, and wine, listen to Toya. 
<laughs> hey, man, hopefully they change their mind. No, that's that's what I was getting at. But uh, that's that's me. Uh, that's the political plug. Hopefully we. I'm mean, sorry. That's I'm not the political plug. That is the political chop. Uh, hopefully you we didn't. See, I mean, you did good. You did good. You did good. <laughs> my, my demo impersonation. Uh, <laughs> at uh, the end of the road, and that this ends up being the final straw, and that's the bet on that. Hey, All man. Right.